Hello, everyone. Welcome to Modern Love Radio. I am your modern love doctor, Dr. Brenda Wade, and so happy to be with you here in 2015 where we are igniting modern love. And you may be asking yourself, exactly what is modern love? Well, all you have to do is pick up your mobile device or log onto your computer and you already know the answer. We have all sorts of things trending right now, like the five words that ruin a date. The five words to ruin a date. Imagine we boiled it down to just five words. Or if you swipe left or swipe right, you might get love or you might just end up with a hookup or a booty call. How do you find love and keep love in the age of the hookup, in the age of dating sites, in the age of sexting, and all of the other things that are happening now in our love lives where it's easier than ever to cheat online because at least you hope nobody knows. All right. The biggest thing we all long for the most important thing we all want is love. And here we're going to help you find it, keep it, and grow it, which is even more important once you find it. All right, everyone, tonight we have a guest who's going to help you pick right. Pick the right match because we know that that's where it all begins. When you're online, when you're on your app, when you are out with friends and someone catches your eye, how do you know if this is going to be toxic love or whether it's going to be love that will satisfy your soul? Right here on Modern Love Radio, we have a little mantra, and that is, I am worthy, I am deserving, and I am so lovable. And I want you to repeat that to yourself because it's the bedrock of the choices you make and how you show up in your love life. Now, we know that divorce creates disasters in people's lives. And we're going to help you avoid all that. So let me tell you about tonight's show. Let's get right down to business. Tonight we're joined by relationship expert Daphna Levy. And Daphna has, for many years, been helping people pick the right one. So she's going to talk to us about how you avoid toxic love. All right, are you ready? Strap yourselves in, everyone. Let's get started with modern love right now. Daphna, hello. Welcome to the show. Hello, Brenda. It's a pleasure being here. All right, now Daphna, picking the right one. This is a big challenge. I call that selection errors, and I know that it's the number one reason relationships don't work. How did you get into the business of helping people pick the right one? Are you a modern-day yenta? What have we got here? Yeah, modern-day yenta, that's right. Well, I started... Helping people as a life consultant or a life coach, if you will, in the mid '80s, and I worked with many fabulous and talented and powerful dynamic people, and relationships kept coming up. 
that just kept coming up as the area of trouble that undermines people's success and happiness, even if they are very dynamic, despite their intelligence, despite their many virtues. So it became um, an expertise. It was something I had to uh, overcome in order and to I help people to with their lives. And I need to say something. Daphna, you just said is so true. Most people don't realize that relationship woes or lack of love or toxic love does undercut your health, your success, and you're both because you know when you're miserable, you don't feel good and you can't show up at work and do a good job either. Absolutely. It filters so you, through your entire life. Exactly. So you started looking at how you can help people. Now, was there something in your own life that made you say, hey, wait a minute, I've got to figure this out? Um, not so much. Because I, I'm not big on suffering, <laughs> if you know oh, what I, I mean. Love, I do. <laughs> I think I am worthy, I am deserving, and I don't deserve to suffer. So in my early 20s, I actually had one failed marriage. And, uh, but you had the a man, starter marriage. <laughs> that's right. So I had to pull myself up by my bootstraps and learn that I can be happy, and if somebody doesn't see how wonderful I am, well, it's not my fault that they are blind, and I need to find somebody who does see that. And so in 1985, I found my husband, and we've been, I've been, we've been married for 28 years. All right, now everybody, I hope you wrote that down. If somebody doesn't see how wonderful I am, write it down. It's not my fault that they're blind. I love that, Daphne. Those are words to repeat and words to live by. Great. Thank you. <laughs> it is true. It is true. Yeah. It is, it is sometimes amazing. For most people, it is sometimes amazing how, how blind people can be. Sorry. It is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. And most people think it's their fault if someone's treating them badly. When the truth is, Mm, something else. Let me just leave that for you. Go right ahead. Now, what are the three rules that you've discovered for picking the right one? Everybody get out your mobile device and take notes. No swiping tonight. Take notes or write it down old school, pen and paper. What are the three rules for picking right, Daphne? Okay, I'll start with the most obvious. The most obvious is goals. For instance, if you want to be a ballerina and travel the world and be as skinny as a toothpick for 30 years of your life and he wants seven kids, it's not going to work. If you compromise and have the kids, you will forever feel that you sacrificed for him and vice versa. So... The couple's goals have to match. They have to harmonize, if you will. So that's the first thing. Oh, that's very important because there are so many people who say, I will sacrifice for love. And by the way, let me just add something. Having spent a lot of years working with couples and teaching seminars in this realm, one of the things I've learned is that, Maybe you don't sacrifice. Maybe what you do, I like that word harmonize. 
is you look at whether there is a when-when possibility that you could find a way. Maybe you have two children, famous ballerinas have done it, and kept their careers. So maybe there's a win-win solution. Exactly. But if there isn't, then you better face it early on and realize that love is not going to conquer all. You have to have goals that harmonize. Great. And number two? That's the first rule. Okay. Number two is... Similar emotional response to life. What I mean by that is that some people are very happy and aggressive and dynamic, and some people are very down and kind of depressed and and more introverted. And you put these two different characters together, the gap between them is so vast that they would drive each other crazy. The person who... You know what I mean? Yeah. The the person who is more subdued and depressed and worried will just bring the other one down. And the the person who is upbeat is is going to be too much for the person who is down. Yeah, I've been in that marriage. I know all about that. And I bet I know what which one you were. <laughs> you were the upbeat one, <laughs> and you were too much for him. And and, oh that, and that happens a lot to to uh, amazing women and men that mm-hmm. they just meet somebody who just can take them. They are just too much right. for that person. Okay, now yeah. everyone. Stand by, because if you want to join the conversation, if you have a question for our relationship expert on how to pick the right match, please send a text. Cancel that. That's not a text. Send us a message at Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade. You can send us a tweet, Dr. Mm -hmm. Brenda Wade. Or one of the things you can also do is just call us. Old school, call us. And when you call us, please use this number, 347-989-7, excuse me, that's 989-0776, And press the number one when you call in. And our moderator, Cliff, will relay your question to us. You can talk to us live. All right, thanks so much. Now, what is number three? The number three rule. Number three is something that people very often overlook. It has to be with has to do with speed. <laughs> Some people are very fast. They okay, talk now, fast. On, they... I'm gonna stop you for ten seconds. Because we have a question. Cliff, go ahead and let that that listener talk to us, please. Hello? Who's on the line? Hi. Am I on the line? Yes, you are. You're live here. You're talking with Dr. Brenda and Daphna Levy. Please. What's your question or comment? Hi, Dr. Brenda. I had a question, so... 
This is um, something, I think she kind of answered it with the last, um, with the with the last uh, comment she made about picking the right match, and I'm going through that exactly right now. And I love my life, and I am very excited about life in general. And I had a gentleman that I was dating for some time, and I broke it off with him because he wasn't excited about me when I'm, I absolutely know I'm fabulous. <laughs> Good. I, Good I for you. Several, I have several options. I've been proposed to about four times. I've I, and it, it's been various reasons as as to why I said no. One guy he wanted to move to Texas. I didn't want to do that. Somebody else it wasn't just the right match. Somebody else it was the wrong timing. And I have, I love to travel. I have my own business. I've been in business for myself seven years. I'm physically fit. And I have my own my own life, and I want a mate. And I was thinking about going back to my ex. And he has a different personality type than I do. He's very ah. subdued. He doesn't smile all the time. Um, I took him to, you know, a, a wonderful place that I love for relaxation, and he just did, he never seemed okay, happy. Okay, so hold right there. Daphna, what would you say to our lovely, fit, traveling listener? What would you <laughs> say to her about who she needs to pick? And maybe she needs rule number three. So thank you for calling, dear. Thank you for listening. Hang on for Daphna's answer. Okay. Well, I would say you are, if you go back to your ex-husband, you are violating rule number two because obviously you are very different in terms of your emotions and you don't want to come down. You are excited about life. You are fabulous. You are dynamic. Why bring yourself down? There was obviously a reason that you did not stay together and maybe this was one of the reasons. But no, you need to find somebody who is as high on life as you are, who is as excited, who is as dynamic, so together you can conquer the world rather than bring yourself down and not slow yourself down and bring yourself down to the level of somebody who is ready to retire when you're just starting. I love those T-shirts at the gym that say, Rest when you die. That's a good <laughs> philosophy of life. <laughs> so if you're excited, you're full of life, you need somebody who's full of life like you. Otherwise, you're getting closer to death. Wow. Closer to death. There it is. So don't go backwards. Go forward, my dear. Daphne, what is yes. rule number three? We're all waiting for rule number three. With bated breath. So rule number three, as I said, has to do with speed. If you are a very fast person, you talk fast, you eat fast, you do things fast, you are a fast decision maker. You need somebody who has a compatible speed to yours. You say, uh, you know, let's go on vacation. Uh, let's go on vacation, and, and within 24 hours, you have the tickets booked, and, and you have the hotel booked, and you are packing. Well, the other person, six months later, they're still thinking of where we should go. That's a bad match. Again, 
you will just drive each other crazy, and both of you will be frustrated. The fast person would be too much for the slow person, and the slow person would be death for the fast person. All right. So those are the three rules. Everybody adopt that. You want to be the same speed, the same emotional response to life. And rule number one, you've got similar goals. Now, next question for you, Daphna. I'm intensely curious. What do you think are the biggest mistakes that most people make that actually ruin relationships? The biggest mistake while a person is in a relationship is that they do not nurture the relationship. They start the relationship. At the beginning, they're very creative about what they do for each other, how they treat each other, how they enjoy each other's company, and then they sort of put it in neutral and they stop nurturing it. They treat it like a, a, a garden that they, they just expect the rain to, you know, and there's, there is drought one year, the garden dies, but they don't do anything about it, never pull out the weeds, never plant anything new. And a relationship is like a garden. It needs to be nurtured. Every wow. Day. That totally makes sense, doesn't it, everybody? Think about it. Think about it. If you have a plant or a garden and you don't take care of it, you know what's going to happen, and it's a lot of regular care. I like that. That's a beautiful analogy. Daphne, any other mistake that you think is just something most mm-hmm. people do without even paying attention to it? Yeah. And if you'd like to, Secret. If you'd like to, everybody, if you'd like to ask a question, just press 1 on your phone, and Cliff will call on you. So yeah, ahead. Brenda, the, the next thing is, which is just as bad, is secrets. Secret. People keep this, yeah, they keep the silliest secrets from each other. And secrets build a wall between people. Oh, All dear. of a sudden you have to think, yeah, you have to think what you what you say, and you have to remember what you said. You see, it's, 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 I think Mark Twain said, if you tell the truth, you, never, you don't have to have a good memory. <laughs> ah, right. So well, we lost for a second there, and you were saying that people keep the silliest things secret. That's right. That's so right. why do people do that? Why do people keep secrets in a relationship? Uh, they are afraid of of uh, consequences. You know, let's say she buys uh, clothes and shoes, and she doesn't. She knows she's going to be upset because it's two hundred dollars over budget, and so she doesn't want to face his wrath. She'd rather um, give him a different uh, a reality of how much it costs. And but it's silly. It's silly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so one of the things about secrets, everybody, is remember from where I sit, everything is energy. And when you start building secrets, you build a wall so that energy you need to connect with each other, to feel sexy and juicy and close, gets walled off by a wall of secrets. Remember that old saying, we're only as sick as our secrets. That's true about love Love is only as sick as the secrets you keep. All right, Daphna, here's a question that just came in via Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
I think I must have the wrong mate disease. I have picked the wrong person over and over. I've been, oh, oh, my goodness. Well, thank you for writing this. I have been married three times and been engaged three times. What's wrong with me? Oh, dear. Well, you know, I'd like to compliment the this person and applaud them because they're very they're very honest. I actually talk about it in my book, Picking Right, about this very phenomenon. Uh, you are not alone out there, this Facebook person. Many, many people, and you look around you, people usually make the same mistakes. They repeat the same mistakes. And uh, I, in my book, I seek to help people avoid that by uh, actually providing specific exercises a person can do to overhaul their life and the way of thinking and the way that they evaluate relationships so that they can find the right match and not marry the same person. They basically marry the same person. They just have different names. Okay, another question. What do you think of online dating and that question came from, hold on one second, and I'm going to tell you the name. That was from Sandy from Taos, New Mexico. Online dating is fine. Just don't drag it on too long. Meet in person as soon as possible so that you don't create an illusion of what the person is. Because emails and mess, even even Skype and phone uh, are not the same as being with a person in the same room. You know more about a person in ten minutes of having coffee together than you would corresponding and Skyping for a year, because they that feel their energy sense. and their presence. Yeah, so don't waste your time. Cut to the chase and meet. I know uh, a lady who uh, was online dating this guy for five years. And she what? totally fell in love with him. Five years. When they finally met, it just didn't go. She was still interested. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. It was a waste of five years of her life. Wow. I can't even imagine that. So what? I know. Cutoff? You and I are not what's that patient. The most, what's the most you should do? of corresponding online before you meet? What's the longest you should go? I, I don't have time for it, but just, just use your senses. If the person is uh, on the other side of the planet, maybe it will take a little longer to plan it out. If they are, you know, a state over, just, just do it the next holiday. All right, now here's another issue for people with online dating. How do you know if a person's a cheater or not? You know, it's funny you should ask that. I have a friend who is a, um, a private eye, and he does a lot of background checks on people. Parents actually hire him to do background checks on men that their daughters are dating online. Um, and there is a lot. In fact, he's going to write a. I convinced him to write an ebook. <laughs> I hope he'll be out this year. And uh, one can conduct That's one. That's going to be a bestseller. <laughs> it would, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. How do you conduct your own um, a background check on somebody? Wow. 
All right, look yeah. out here. So how do you know? How do you know if you're not a private detective? Well, you, you need to meet the person, and then uh, there are many telltale signs that, you know, uh, mostly when people get into trouble, in hindsight, they admit that they did see the warning signs. Oh, he didn't want you to meet his family. Oh, he just, there was no time to meet his family for the longest time. And you could never meet his friends from work for some reason. And on and on, little indicators that people just, um, uh, they just prefer to view them through rose-colored glasses. All right, so one of the reasons that people get in those situations are people who say, gee, there's something wrong with me, I have to settle. So if you have any idea that something about you isn't lovable or good enough to be loved, then dig deep, dig deep, work with that affirmation I gave at the top of the show. I'm worthy, I'm deserving, and I am so lovable, and take your your notes here from Daphne Leedy, who says, it's not my fault if they don't know how fabulous I am, and Daphne's book is Picking Right. Is that right, Daphne? Yeah, Picking Right, The Single's Guide to Finding the Right Match. Good. It's on because Amazon. Everybody who's single, I think you need that book on your shelf immediately, and here on Modern Love Radio, I always encourage you, please get that book, go to an old-fashioned bookstore, pick it up, hold it in your hands, put it on your shelf so you build a library of books, a library. Because if you want to be good at something, what do you need to do? You need to study it. You need to master it. You need an education and you need information. So grab that book. You can already tell you're going to learn a lot. So, Daphne, what do you think is the secret for people who are out there? They've got now, let's imagine that they've followed the three rules. They have been very careful about detecting whether the person is a cheater. They've met their online person. What's next? Next is really, you see there is a lot more to it, but they have to crystallize for themselves what it is they really want. Uh, I go into that in my book, too. And uh, uh, really communicate freely and openly with this person to make sure that they can create a life together where both of them can realize their most of their dreams or their major dreams. And then nah. go for it. Yeah, now, you know, go for it. Toxic. How do you know if somebody's toxic? They lie. You catch them lying. Um, You get double messages from them. You know, many times people people just give you double messages. It's like, he, he says he loves me, but... You know, I don't know. He doesn't listen to me, or 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 he doesn't support my goals. He hmm. wants me to be 
confined and but but it's only but he loves me i mean it even goes as far as he hits me because but it's because he loves me so much and he, oh, that he is drives such him a, oh that's devastating because having worked with many battered women in shelters and worked with classes even with the batterers the batterers themselves the men themselves say well yeah i guess i love her and the woman is on the other side going, oh, I love him desperately, and I'm going to prove my love to him by staying with him. So if you're in that self-sacrificing, I'll put up with anything love, that is a definition of toxic love. Is it not, Daphne? Oh, yes, to the extreme. Now, what do you very think toxic. about this? One sign that I feel is very telling is if you're on a date with someone how they treat the wait staff or treat other people. Isn't that often yes. a sign of how they're going to treat you? Or or I once went on a date with someone who was a parent, and I heard him yelling at his children over the phone. And I thought, mm-hmm. holy cow. Yeah. That is an excellent point. Uh, how people treat other people is a is a big big indicator of how they're going to treat you. I remember when I met my husband, he adored his mother, and uh, his mother was a wonderful lady. Unfortunately, she passed, uh, but he adored her. Uh, I remember he used to get her large. Christmas presents, if if she wanted a, an expensive camera or something, he would go like, it's fine, it's for mom. And I thought, it's great. This is, this is great. This is just awesome. I mean, she raised him. And he, like, really adores her. That's uh, a sign. And, and, you know, somebody yeah. has a healthy, healthy relationship with his mother. Now, unhealthy is too much of that or not enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, People you know, it was a combination. That's right, but it was a, comp- a combination of he really treated her with respect and wanted to do things for her. She felt the same about him, and she now, never interfered about, in our relationship. Definitely, sorry for interrupting because I we yes. only have a few more minutes, and I have to ask you about sex. At what point in the dating would you say sex should be? part of the relationship because I know everybody out there is wondering about well when do I have sex I recommend to discuss first and determine that this relationship is going somewhere before you have sex just determine if this is if this is even close to being uh, what you're looking for before you bother to have sex, because sex is confusing. Once there is a sexual connection, sometimes it's harder to think right, <laughs> harder to think straight, and and uh, harder to make decisions. So check to see that this is even going somewhere. Don't have a few drinks and get in the sack, and then the, the next morning or the next week think, is this it or isn't it? You know, people get hurt and it just complicates things. It does, especially for women. Any woman who doesn't know that you secrete oxytocin when you have sex, let me inform you. Oxytocin 
is a bonding hormone. And what Daphna is saying, don't get all confused and get bonded to somebody who actually isn't somebody who's worthy of you or can give you what you want or is even interested in the same thing that you want. So hold off, have that defining conversation. And by the way, don't have it over wine and don't have it in the bedroom. Don't have it when you've been making out. Take a walk (laughs) outside and talk about it. That's right. What you say, Brenda, about wine, I always recommend to people, never have your first date over drinks. Uh, People Mm -hmm. are different. Have it over breakfast. Have it over Starbucks. Yeah. Alcohol. You don't know who is in front of you, and and the other person doesn't know who you are. You don't know who you are anymore, even if it's a single drink. All right, good advice from Daphna Levy, everybody. And Daphna's book is Choosing Right, The Singles Guide to... Give it to us, Daphna. Choosing Right, The Singles Guide to Finding the Right Match. Did you hear that, everybody? Finding the Right Match. And Daphna, what? give us quickly, what is the secret to love that lasts? Keeping it free of secrets, mm-hmm. that would be the first thing, and creating that garden, nurturing that garden. Creating that garden, nurturing that garden. All right, everybody, wonderful advice. Thank you so much, Daphna Levy. And she has a website. Give us a website, would you please, Daphna? Yes, pickingright.com, pickingright.com. And people can sign up for free relationship tips and free um, excerpts from my book at pickingright.com. There you go, everybody. Now, I know you can remember pickingright.com. We have some fabulous guests upcoming, people just as interesting and dynamic as Daphna Levy, And those of you who really, really, really want to hit it out of the park and launch 2015 looking for that right match and knowing how to do it and how to build, we have a very special retreat. It's the Modern Love Retreat. If you're interested in knowing more, send me an email at love, L-O-V-E, at docway, D-O-C, W-A-D-E dot com. Or just hit me back on Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade. Tweet at me, Dr. Brenda Wade. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook because every single day we send you your love bite so you can get something that will help you on your search to finding, keeping, and growing modern love. Thank you to LeGron Green, our wonderful producer, to Cliff Dunning, our associate producer. And thank you to all of you, our Modern Love listeners. I'm sending you love and blessings. Good night, everyone. 